0: I was there. I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> this week's show, because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference.
1: This is Day Drinking on Del Marva. And I am Todd from goodcleanfunlife.com.
0: And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Del Marva, a show about life and culture on the Del Marva Bal- Del Marva Peninsula.
1: <laughs> Easy for you to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And never so much more than today. And I say mm. that every day. So it's <laughs> kind of my mantra.
1: It's uh, it's consistent.
0: Uh, absolutely um so much to get to today lots of fun stuff i have a new word i would love to do a word of the week segment but i don't have that kind of energy but i learned a brand new word and i'm going to inflict it upon you or offer it to you as something you can inflict upon other people and in addition to that we have our one cool thing we have our picture book memory times and so much more, but before we get started, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are the drinks that we've been drinking, as well as a local business and or semi-author type person who
1: <laughs> self-employed person who needs more work.
0: barely barely self-employed, barely working. Um, and that week, it's me. I don't know if you could tell. So, and first of all, I'm I'm being sponsored by a Bubbly. Sparkling. Is it, bu- it Bublé? No, it, Michael it Bublé. B-U-B-L-Y, <laughs> seltzer and white rum, which is um something I wouldn't have tried if I felt like making a martini. <laughs> 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 or if we had regular flavored seltzer, regular seltzer in the house. I don't like flavored seltzer and I don't like um flavored seltzer with Jim for sure. But I did see that there was um, a little bit of white rum left. So I added some white rum to this raspberry seltzer. And it's it's really refreshing if, you know, it's, it's summertime. So you're going to find yourself with white rum in your house more likely than not. And this is a good way to polish it off if you don't want to spend 45 minutes making a pina colada or whatever. Like rum right. drinks there's rum and coke. And then there's like surgery rum, you know. Yeah, where, it's where labor it's
1: intensive. It's a labor intensive drink, which is yeah.
0: funny because, you know, for most of history, people were just drinking straight rum, mm-hmm. um, with like water, like just to just to just to make the pain of being alive in the 1400s go away,
1: right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, and so so I'm sorry. So what are you drinking, Todd? and i'm uh i'm back on the high noon train um again it's a great mm. summertime you're trying to drink a thousand
0: this summer or something
1: like yeah. that right what's 3300 what how many are you trying like, to drink it's, it's like over 350 and i don't know i'm probably at 25 i don't yeah. know hope springs right. eternal
0: i I, yeah. I say go for it um as as a gout sufferer i can't drink you know i can't drink uh competitively I, again, I can only I can only drink until all the pain goes away. Um, I have to st- I have to keep drinking till the pain in my head goes away, but not so much that the pain in my foot materializes. That's <laughs> right. that's,
1: the, that's the balance that, that I try to strike. Life, life is about balance.
0: Yes, life is all about balance. I'm writing that down. That's the new that's the title of the show. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, and we're also sponsored by me, uh, Tony Russo. I am a mm-hmm. writer and I have a a podcast and a, I, I don't have a podcast. I have a, a, a what's it called? A newsletter. It's called a bagel manifesto. And each week I write about what's going on or some things that I've written about. I usually take one high concept and try to break it down a little bit. Something that kind of goes against, you know, what you would, what you would tend to believe. Sorry for the message. Oh. Um, sorry for the beginning. I forgot to turn my phone down. Um, I wanted to mention that because this week I've decided that I'm going to be closing down the bagel manifesto podcast temporarily until I can, um, until I have, I have a reorganization in my head, but I don't Mm -hmm. have the time or effort to reorganize it before I go away for three weeks in two weeks. So we're going to close it down. We're going to be back in the fall. But the um, the Bagel Manifesto podcast, I mean, the Bagel Manifesto newsletter will continue you know, throughout this summer, and I've, people like it. It's growing slowly but surely, um, and I'd like for you to listen to that. I also wanted to bring up a book um, called "How to Be Perfect," which may or may not be very popular. Have you heard of it? I've not heard of it. Okay, it was that level of popular that I thought maybe you had heard of it because I hadn't <laughs> heard of it, but yeah. um, it's from the um, it's from the maker of a show called The
1: Good Place. Okay. Are you familiar yep. with the show? I'm familiar with the show. Kristen right. Bell, I believe. Yeah. Right. And so Darcy Carden. Yep.
0: The idea behind The Good Place, it starts off with, you know, Jean Sartre's No Exit, which is you're in this place and you're, um, it's essentially the afterlife. And you can be happy if you can just get along with the people in the room, but you fucking hate the people in the room. Right, And it's where we get the phrase, hell is other people, is yeah. is from that. Um, but they've put out a philosophy book, and I'm going to recommend it, even though I've not read it yet, because I read the table of contents, and it looks fun. And okay. we're going to get the audio book and listen to it as we cross the country, so we can have these you know conversations about ethics and aesthetics and things like that. And it's, it's like a philosophy 101 course for grownups. You know, yeah. it, it's, it looks like, it looks like it's a lot of fun, just the titles and a couple of the excerpts I've read looks like something that is, that makes philosophy accessible to people who, who haven't studied it at length. Yes. And, um, and well, more and important. That's a,
1: Go ahead. yeah, that's, a, that, that was, uh, very much what the show was about, uh, the good place in a very fun way. So I, I would imagine that it matches.
0: Yeah. Well, my wife watched the show um, on and off and she would say, so in this episode, such and such happened. And I'd be like, yes. And I know why, you know, it was it was it was it was cool because we could talk about the concepts of the show without me having ever seen it because it was just, (laughs) you know. And I want to say basic things, but I don't mean it in a derogatory way. I mean, like I locked myself in a room for four years and read all this stuff. And Um, yeah, there's better ways to do it. And I would rather. I would rather it enter the public consciousness through popular culture. So people think about it and talk about it. Um, And the main reason is because I have a major essay that I'm going to be working on for August, I think, about shopping carts and about the should you leave or not the shopping cart. And I've been kind of an asshole about it around my family. And there's a chapter about it in this book. So my sister-in-law sent me a photo of the chapter and then I sent her back a photo of like the six pages of, um, of research I've already done on the shopping cart. (laughs) I don't want to spoil it, but I don't think it's immoral to leave the shopping carts where you want. Yes. And I'll explain that at length when I get my, when I get my essay together. So all of that can be found at bagelmanifesto.com and you can follow me socially on at by Tony Russo on all of the social media stuff. Very good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't intend to, to speak that long, but you know, as as it turns out, that that is how. Um, well, you
1: you you're uh, you piqued my interest, and I'm a big fan of all of your stuff. Though uh, reading is, you know, <laughs> but, but I love an essay. Like yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, that's that's something I can do. Well, I might um, pick up this book. Yeah, well, pick up the
0: audiobook. I don't know how yeah. often you get into audiobooks, but uh, you know, for people who don't particularly like to read, read to sit and go through, or who aren't comfortable sitting for long stretches of time worrying over words, there's you no know, nothing wrong with an audiobook. Well, the main reason I did the Bagel Manifesto podcast for as long as I did was because of people like you and my brother, um, yep. who who actually reached out to me and he said, I love that you do this because I would never read one of your stupid One of your stupid essays, (laughs) but I listened to it for 15 minutes in the car, you know, and that's it was short. And like I said, I'm bringing it back in the fall. It's just not something that I'm going to be able to get my head around before we get to the fall. Yeah. Um, Now, each week, we also talk about one cool thing that happened to us because we live here or because we work here. And uh, my one cool thing was that uh, there was another Sherry Schreiner episode that was on last night on the television not last night, but this week. It's not Discovery yeah. Plus or Discovery. It's on cable. It's called Devil in the Web. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it's fine. I didn't get a lot of kooks reaching out to me or even normal people reaching out to me. Zero people have reached out to me, which means that the show wasn't as widely watched as the Vice TV one, which was mm-hmm. barely watched at all. So I think I'm going to have to you know, keep, uh, keep working because I'm not going to be able to buy a yacht with all of my book sales. So if one I day, told you, one day, if, you if I told you that, you know, they were based two television shows on your book, you'd say, wow, that book, that book probably sells very well then. No, no, not at yeah. all. Just that they what's just the, go ahead.
1: What's the magic number of how many TV shows they have to do about your book before it finally? Well, I think uh, it's a million.
0: It I think one. I think I'll sell one one book for every show I'm on. So if I want to be a million seller. I'm yep. going to have to get to a million shows. And I mean, with the way that they're throwing, you know, just true crime at the television and people keep eating it up. Yeah, You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I won't be on a million shows. So here's hoping.
1: <laughs> Hope springs eternal, just as you said.
0: Um, And that, that was my one cool thing. And I don't want to go much more into that because I'd like you to talk for a while so I could breathe. Okay. <laughs> And also your one cool thing will bring us into the other section of the show. So what was your one cool thing this week?
1: Well, uh, you mentioned earlier uh, about balance and one of the things that we were able to do this week. And if you're watching online, you can see a picture, a selfie that I posted of uh, the sunset at the Indian River Inlet Bridge um, uh, with a couple of dear friends. We did yoga at the beach club right there at the Indian River Inlet. And, uh, I've been, I've been doing yoga a lot since the, probably since the beginning of the year, I I really started doubling down and Natalie and I go together. We've got our whole routine, uh, you know, morning time, wake up, boot up, get some coffee, go to a class. and And it really has, um, it really has been great and realizing and thinking about one cool thing that we get to do because we live down here is, uh, you know, obviously yoga, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's exercise portion of it. There's the community portion of it. And then, um, you know, and there's the introspective and meditative part of it and doing it while looking out over the ocean is, uh, you know, it probably happens every so often, but I have to remind myself how fortunate we are to, uh, just to be able to, to look at the ocean. Um, a lot of people don't get to do that a lot of people have to do that only <laughs> once you know in, in the, the, lifetime, the one yeah. week when everybody else is doing it and it's air show and you know you can't, there's so many factors that you can't control um and so definitely feeling a little bit of uh of gratitude and i think what is interesting in talking about balance is yes i have a i have a podcast about drinking i (laughs) i work at a lot of bars and restaurants and love to enjoy all of those things but i think the you know the balance and the you know the yin to the yang is um is to do something like uh like yoga and it's um yeah it's you know you can't say enough good things about it and i've i've heard um uh, there's a guy, Andrew Huberman, who's got a podcast and he talks a, lo- a lot about, he's a uh, ophthalmologist and neuroscientist and he does a lot of study and stuff like this. And he doesn't necessarily talk about yoga itself as being, um, you know, important to, you know, good mental health, health in general and all of those things. But it's like movement, breathing, stretching, introspection like all of like forget you know the the eastern philosophy but just all of the the core uh you know pillars of it uh so much evidence shows how good it is for you and uh i you know so i like i'm not here to 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 get too woo woo but it's um i don't know i find i've found it very uh very fulfilling and again to be able to look out over the ocean And, uh, and be in a a large space with shit. There were probably a hundred people there. Um, it's a, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of good energy too.
0: Can I ask where the beach club is in what city?
1: So, um, so if you're looking at the picture, you can see the Indian river inlet bridge the beach club is owned by the folks who, uh, have big chill, uh, cantina up in Delaware. So this is like right at the mouth of the, uh Indian River Inlet mm-hmm. it's on the south side it's between Bethany and Dewey uh for reference and it's basically uh i guess it's a it's a public private partnership uh that's what it is because it's a it, it's like a state park but then there is you know a restaurant and this this basically uh event space which is a big uh all sides open garage type type setup um uh the fine the fine folks at uh soulfire collective which is the yoga studio out of Rehoboth Beach they put this on uh once or twice a year and uh you know it sells out very quickly it is is quite a good like i say quite a good uh vibe
0: now for our out of town listeners if you come here from many if not most points north the indian river bridge is the yellow one um what no. baffled my mind about the indian river bridge the first time i saw it from being not on it was i was in like long neck delaware mm-hmm. uh doing a thing for a thing and you know back when i was a hitman and um <laughs> i don't know why i was being vague about it i was doing some bullshit <laughs> doing some bullshit you know smoke up your ass story on a koa or something out there it was just <laughs> more humiliating than secretive um but, but i uh I just happened upon the water. I'm like, hey, that looks like that yellow bridge. And it's weird how close it is because it takes two hours to drive to. It takes an hour <laughs> and a half to drive over. <laughs> yeah. And it's from Long Neck. Hours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but you can see it from Long Neck. You could probably swim to it from Long Neck. <laughs> yeah. But yep. to drive to it from Long Neck, it's, it's, it, it's, it's interesting the way that whole area is kind of, um, Oriented uh north, southeast, west, because it does have this kind of wraparound feel because Delaware and New Jersey have that little circle that yeah. holds all the bridges and the water and the bays and the inlets. And I get it, but it's just weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly I don't think we ever would have been planned that way uh if it wasn't for the the natural uh topography. But you know, like there there have been occasions where uh, you know, an unfortunate accident or something like that where the bridge has been shut down or a point between Bethany and Dewey has been shut down. And it, it, it will take, especially in the summer months and especially if something is set, shut down for you to get from one side to the other, uh, will add two hours to your trip.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, so
1: anyway. hopefully if that does happen, you're on one of the sides that has, that has a bar and restaurant and then you can just go there and, and wait it out for two, three hours and maybe things clear.
0: Yeah. Actually that's happened to me before. And if you're not in the beginning of the traffic, you can't cause everyone else does as well. Yeah. Um, I know that for instance, like uh, right over the Bay bridge, like if there's traffic, you're not going to get a seat at a bar. You may yeah. as well just drive home and start again in the morning.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah.
0: So my one cool thing is less, is less cool than yours because it's me and I'm always an angry person when it comes to it. But I have a beautiful uh a photo here of a sunset on the Nanokoke, not Nanokoke. What what goes by Cambridge? Nanokoke.
1: Is it the Nanokoke?
0: I feel like it's not. I feel like I'm I'm remembering the name of the river wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a bridge, it's a water, it's 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 pretty. And what I what's always so off-putting to me about this is Cambridge. Is such a hard luck town and I feel I always feel weird you know promoting it because you know it's it's cool and there's cool restaurants and there's there's plenty of stuff to do and there's bars and there's a brewery or two I think there's probably 12 now I've lost I've lost track of the breweries um But I I was doing this actually for my beer book. This was one of the uh, potential covers for the book that would become uh, Eastern Shore Beer, which is still available. And if you're looking at
1: the picture, that's the Chop Tank.
0: The Chop Tank River. There you go. Thank you. Did Did you look it up or did you remember? I did did look it up. up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I guess I probably ought to have looked it up. Um, But, you know, Cambridge is always this kind of it's such a cool place, but it's It's one of those places where if you're three steps off Mm -hmm. the cool part that gets marketed and tended to, you know, you see that people are living really, really hard around there and it's just our race problem isn't going to go away. And I know we're trying like hell to pretend that it is. And you know, it's, it's as long as there are places like Cambridge we're going to have, you know, the kind of weird racial relationships where, yeah, no, we're going to make money here, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, think of it this way. I'm going to take a, a cheap shot at one of our favorite places, which is Rehoboth Beach. You know, no trouble getting bus boys at the Cambridge restaurant because you can afford to live in one of the shitholes. That's
1: near Rehoboth, right, right.
0: whereas, yeah. of course, they don't allow shitholes anywhere near Rehoboth and they like to whine. We can't get any bus boys to work for $4.25 an hour when it's $5 an hour to park and you can't. Get a house yeah. for less than fourteen thousand dollars a month within a two and a half hour drive. Um, <laughs> you know, so yeah. yeah, you know, economics one one side or the other, but it's it's so easy to fall into and worth falling into, like you said. It's, it, we've got we've both got you know nice nice sun city things here, mm-hmm. and oh. it and it is and it is pleasant, and it's like I think of it like Christmas, like you know how. No, you don't because you're a nice person, but (laughs) there's, there's always this aspect of Christmas. I, I, I think of the kinks. Um, the kinks have a song called father, father Christmas. Yeah. And one of their, one of the last lines of it, just remember the kids who got nothing while you're drinking down your wine. And that's, and that's what I think of, you know, you know, enjoy, enjoy the view and enjoy the time that you can afford. But also, you know, recognize that there's there's some privilege involved in that. It's not that God likes you better. you yeah. know. And that's it's it's just something like so some people look at a sunset and they're like, oh, that's God smiling on us. And I look at it and it's a reminder that God doesn't like me better. I just I'm luckier than the next guy and not as lucky as the guy in front of me. Yeah. So yeah. That's my that's my that's my picture nostalgia. I had such fun. Um taking these photos, mostly because I didn't have to really take them. My wife Kelly took all the photos for the for the book. So this kind of sunset was on the agenda for the book cover, although she took a good version of it, which you know <laughs> I didn't take. This is this is crooked and it's not it's not as well put together as you know, like Todd has all of the things. Did you take that or did Natalie take it? Or did Oh no, you... that's
1: a, that, I I took a selfie. They're very cool.
0: He has all the lines pointing to his head. all right and which is it's it's a really well composed photo but um yeah but that's our our, that's our nostalgia section our 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 photo nostalgia section which we're going to try to continue to do every week because i think people like it and it gives us something that we can that we can talk about um something we won't do every week but we'll do this week for sure and possibly never again is our (laughs) word of the week because i heard the coolest thing this week and i feel like i have to share it and um, it's a Welsh word, and as you know, Welsh, or as you may not know, uh, Welsh is an. If you don't grow up speaking Welsh, you don't ever speak it. It's not something you can learn like a normal right. language. It's yes. mostly it's mostly grunts and nasal exultations and things like that. Um, but they have a word for microwave. Um, recently I heard I heard on a podcast this week. Recently, France was revising their um directives they have like a a department of the french language where they say what words are and what words are not french and with the rise of yeah this is true and with the rise of esports they're trying to get people to get away from using american words and they're inventing french words that go with esports interesting Um, yeah so so i can't i don't know any french but in, and I don't know any gaming words, so this is probably a, a bad alley to walk down. Um, but anyway, so they're changing the popular words. If you want to compete in esports, if you want to be a, a broadcaster, an esports broadcaster, holy fuck! I we really do need a nuclear bomb at this point. But if you want to be an esports bro- broadcaster, when I grow up, I want to be an esports broadcaster. It's I want to thing. talk about people playing Madden. <laughs> um so anyway uh and and so as part of that conversation they talked about other words and i want to share with you the welsh slang for microwave because okay. the welsh word for microwave is micro and then the welsh word for wave which is oh or something like that okay um but like you know how you say nuke it yeah they say throw it in the popty ping. <laughs> the potty? Potty? potty popty ping. Potty ping. P <laughs> O P T Y, capital P I N G. Popty ping. And that is a, a word I'm going to try to get to catch on. I think that we should all be calling our microwaves popty pings. Um, because it sounds like you forgot what the <laughs> word was.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that like, you put the numbers in and it goes potty ping.
0: I do that. I do that often. My my wife's favorite uh, example of this is once I told her to um, put it in the anti-refrigerator uh, <laughs> by which i meant oven. So, yeah. so, so stuff like that. But so popty ping is, is, is a word that's so much fun. And I think we ought to use um, more often. So I wanted to point that out for our word of the week.
1: I love it. You know, I was thinking about this. We didn't talk about it beforehand, and I'm not putting you on the spot. But one thing we had started um, was the was the answers qu- answers to questions.
0: Yes, I have it right here. If you'd like one, we can do one right now. I realized also that I had been forgetting about it because I didn't have the book on my desk I cleaned. And now the right. book is right here on my quick reference shelf. But I would be happy to grab it. Yeah. And- yeah, if you want. You can pick a number, and I can, uh, and I can do a word. Pick a number.
1: Well, first we have to do the intro. This is my favorite part. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not playing. There. You go. Answers to questions with Tony Russo. <laughs> That's a terrible song. That's right. Pre- it's a
0: terrible segment. <laughs> It's a wonderful <laughs> segment, but it's 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 just some of the things in here. We've we've dodged our our, our bullets so far. We'll see how much how how much longer that can continue. So, um, if you're new to the show, we I have a book called "Answers to Questions" by Frederick J. Haskin, and it is a book of factoids. Before the internet, people would write um, questions to the newspaper. The newspaper would give them to Frederick J. Haskin. He would research them. And he had a weekly column answering questions that people just sent him in at random. And so, Todd, I'm going to ask you to pick a number between 300 and 399.
1: Uh, Let's go with 354. 354. And this book was published in what
0: year? So the book was published in the 20s, 1926, I think. Uh And as a result, some of the um, answers are a little, um, haven't aged well. Um
1: 54 is Old Haskins. In- you, you devil <laughs>
0: 354 is plants and flowers oh, and very appropriate. Yeah. And so this is a question. Are there roses that will grow in high altitudes answer? Swiss mountain roses are extremely hardy and thrive above elevations of 3000 feet. An effort is being made to transplant them to the Rockies. Now, if I had prepared, we would know if they succeeded because that was 100 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Swiss
1: Mountain Roses. Get your Swiss Mountain Roses.
0: So Are Swiss Mountain Roses in the Rockies? If so, it's, uh, it's because of, uh, of Frederick J. Haskins. I guess I should have I picked that. I thought you were going to end up, end up on President's. Which was the which was the uh, which was the section I was going for, but we okay. can, we can make sure to limit it next time. I guess it's three fifty eight oh. to, to four hundred. <laughs> I I thought the whole section was presidents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was close. I was close. Yeah.
0: Um, and we are running up against it. I do have one more thing that I want to ask you if you remember from your mm-hmm. ch- late childhood, early adulthood. Because um, this week, a photo um, taken from Voyager was making its rounds around social media. Do you remember the Voyager at all?
1: Uh maybe, maybe. When did it take off? Oh,
0: in like 1978 or something. Okay, like yeah, maybe 1972. But in the late 80s or the early 90s, it left the it left the galaxy. Oh, um, or the solar system. No. Yeah, the solar system. Solar system. It left our solar system. And it was in that weird time where there was no internet or anything. And uh, you could call. There was a fee. It wasn't a 900 number. Mm -hmm. um, But you could call and get a message beamed back to you from outside of the solar system. And I remember getting permission from my mother to do this and calling and it's like, hi, this is the Voyager. I I probably should have written down because each message wasn't necessarily individual, but it was like, hi, this is the Voyager. We are currently X number of miles from Earth. We've left the solar system. We are currently whatever, a billion miles from Earth or, or however far away mm-hmm. the solar system ends and i thought that was such a cool thing i'm like you should just do this so you can remember it and i never thought about it at all and yes. then I, it was on social media last week and I'm like oh shit i remember i did that you know it's it, funny it does kind of touch on 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 the theme that we that we do bring up regularly which is things that we've forgotten happen to us at all that yeah. were like serious but you know now that we're we're getting older they don't uh make themselves as present. So it, I remember yeah. calling the Voyager on the phone. Uh, it was like two bucks or three bucks or something. It wasn't like a 900 number. It was like, there will be a $3 right. charge added to your phone bill. And I must've been 17 because I had to get permission from my mother. Cause she's the one that got the phone bill. And, right. I, and I also didn't want to see a charge on the phone bill and wonder what numbers I was calling. So it was <laughs> a weird kind of that was
1: yeah. a weird time just when when calling numbers was a thing uh you know like you see those memes about uh like kids will never understand the the anguish of of calling up your crush and having to talk to their parents right and then waiting on the phone you know until until they arrived at the phone you know yeah i don't miss it um <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to anybody, and now it's like that's, that's if somebody another way calls we don't you, make America yeah. great again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, like I, that's okay. Go ahead; you can finish your thought.
1: I, I was going to say, you know, and now it's like somebody if they have the audacity to call you, you know, and yeah. not just send a text uh, or to leave a voicemail. Like you're going to make me listen go in and listen to a voicemail? No don't
0: do that yeah and uh there's a there's a joke by gary goldman who he says something like you know my phone is an app on my phone and i don't use it and god help (laughs) you if you make me use it text (laughs) me first and i'll see when i can work you in Yep. um but we are up against it i want to say happy brother to my brother bobby happy brother happy birthday to my brother bobby 49 years young today no he's 49 years old um and uh that's it i got nothing else how about you uh I got nothing. All right. Well, uh, remember until next time at
1: the beach. It's happy hour whenever you say it is.
0: Day Drinking on Del Marva with Todd DeHart and Tony Russo is produced weekly, mostly by dumb luck. You can join them Wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll check back in with you next week.